Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom, family. This is Tushi Laba. I'm coming to you with another episode of Talitha Kumi. I'm excited to speak to you today. And first of all, I'll give you a couple of commercials, if you will. Um, I want to make sure that you have picked up that new album by Mishpaka, Sounds of Rebirth. The name of it is Yahusha Code. If you have not gotten this album, you need to go and search wherever you stream, wherever you purchase music, and get this album. Hallelujah. You will not be disappointed. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Second, I want to make sure that you are all subscribed to my sister's podcast. Tefila Amuna Sabayahu has a podcast named Yom Talk. She airs her podcast on Monday. And my sister Shamaya, she airs her podcast on Wednesday. And her podcast name is Akot T. You will not be disappointed if you uh, go ahead and subscribe to those. You know, you have your Monday, you have your Wednesday, and then you have me on Friday. Um, hopefully, you will be well prepared for the Shabbat when Saturday comes around. So I'm looking forward to maybe getting some feedback from when you all do subscribe if you have not subscribed yet. Okay. Hallelujah. I'd like to give honor to whom honor is due. Of course, give honor to Yahuwah. He is our Saba. He is the Ancient of Days. I give honor to Yahusha HaMashiach. He is Adonai of Masters. He is the King of Kings. Without him, I would not be here. He gives me breath. He grants me mercy every boker. And I just thank him for allowing me to sit here and do this, be a blessing as much as I possibly can, answering his call to bring forth his daughters into a place of healing. I also honor him by honoring my leaders, my chiefs, Musha and Yahusha, and their beautiful, lovely wives, Kail and Yada. I give you infinite and double honors. I also want to honor the mother of our tribe and nation, Malaka Devor Yahu. I thank you all for allowing me to be here in this delegated authority, doing what Yahuwah has called me to do. So now we're going to get into this um, session. I know last week I left the cliffhanger talking about, you know, saying that we may speak on controllers. But as I was in prayer over the last week, um, week and a half, I believe that Yahusha is leading me in a different place, a different way. And so we're we're going to start with the topic of fathers um, from a daughter standpoint. So today's title of this session is, Where's My Dad? Of course, I'm pretty sure you saw that when you clicked on it. But where's my dad? And so really quick before we go any further. I'm just going to read this scripture so you kind of will have um, an idea as to where I'm coming from, or at least a scriptural reference of what's going on. So we're in the same story um, of the little girl who was sickly, and her dad went to Yahusha. We're actually going to be in Mark 5, verse 21 through 23. Okay? And when Yahusha had passed over again by boat, to the other side, a large crowd assembled to him, and he was by the sea. 
and see one of the rulers of the congregation came, Yair by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him strongly, saying, My daughter lies at the point of death. Come, lay your hands on her and heal her, or to heal her, and she shall live. So hallelujah. The title of this session is, Where's My Dad? So if you think about it, this little girl is sickly. It could have been that she, um, just using my imagination, it could have been that she was wondering, where is my dad? Um, She's looking for her dad because if you think about it, in that culture, the father was very, very present in the children's lives. And um, just looking at his name, Yair, it means Yahuwah has enlightened or he enlightens. So when I think about the name and his understanding of his name when it is applied to the relationship with his daughter, I see him as being enlightened concerning her, not probably not just her, but other things that he's responsible for because it says that he was a ruler of a congregation. Um, I think about him being enlightened concerning his daughter. And so he was enlightened to go and worship at Yahushua's feet and ask him to come and lay his hands on her that she may be healed. So with that said, I want to talk about the absence of a father. So I may have spoke about um, growing up without a father in the introduction session last week. And so I want to kind of talk about that those who did not grow up without, did not grow up with a father, who maybe grew up with the father, but maybe the father wasn't there emotionally. Maybe the father was abusive in whatever amount of ways. Could have been mentally, could have been verbally, could have been sexually. Um, However, you know, however abusive he was, whatever he did, he was not adequately there for you. He was not adequately fathering you, not the way that Yahuwah intended from the beginning. And so many of you may have had a father. Many of you may have had a perfect father. I pray that you're still able to glean something from this session. I pray that even when we get down to the end where I give instructions, And maybe that'll help you. So please stay tuned. So we're talking about growing up without a father. Now, recently I've been praying and asking Yahuwah to deliver me from various core beliefs. Core belief meaning something that has uh, founded my way of thinking. Something that has founded or shaped me to be the woman that I am today. It could have been from my childhood. It could have been from my teenage years, it could have been from a previous marriage, it could have been from a job, any type of ideology that I have come across and thought that it was sufficient enough to hold on to. Now, I can't help what was taught to me from, um, you know, from the crib. So those are the things that definitely shape our foundation. And so one thing that Yahuwah revealed to me um, was concerning the absence of a father and intimacy. 
Now, I believe that he's delivered me from this and also from the actual actions of man, the manifestation of this core belief. But I believe he brought it up to me in prayer last week to be able to call it out on this session. And so when we grow up without a father, not having experienced intimacy with the father, we grow up really kind of like, um, what's the phrase behind the eight ball? Because as a daughter, you're going to crave the attention of a man because you did not have it. You're going to crave the attention of a father, actually. That's why a lot of, a lot of times um, daughters or women will be attracted to older men. And being a teenager, being attracted to an older man, it sets you up basically to be completely um, ran over, controlled, abused. So hence the word controller. We'll talk about that in another session. But my point is this. My point is that when you grow up without a father, you basically only have an understanding of intimacy from a sensual or sexual standpoint. And so that really ba- that really skews your understanding of a relationship with a man because although you understand that relationship that you have with him on that level, there's still something missing. So when you don't have your father to show you how to relate to a man, you kind of stumble in the beginning, unless you have some intervention from Yahuwah, meaning your creator. Some of you may still call him God, but his true name and function is Yahuwah. Um, and so without his intervention in that case, it is hard to truly relate to a man effectively without issues, without stumbling over it without making many mistakes which you're going to make mistakes in a relationship anyway but there are some things that Yahuwah did not intend for you to have to go through as a woman but first and foremost as a daughter so the main point is that when you don't have that as a foundational support or foundation laid for you As you grow up, you begin to deal with and relate to men in a a skewed way, in a perverse way, if you will. Just to be honest, you know that when you don't, when you didn't experience the, the, the love of a father, you do grow up wanting to experience that attention from a man. And so sometimes it causes you to seek out that attention in various ways and that's why you know back in the day the older the older aunties and the grandmas and the mamas would would say she fast and that would be because she's seeking the attention of a man because it's something that she has missed as she was growing up and she's trying to find that because it's in her to need that 
Yahuwah created us to be that way. So Yahuwah wants to heal us, all of us, of that. And regardless of whether you had a father or not, he's still wanting to bring you closer to him in a deeper relationship, in a deeper way. And so let me let me say this. One of the manifestations of that is, like I said, seeking the attention of a man. It continues to go on even into your adulthood. It could manifest on a job. It can manifest in your ministry, in your assembly, um, in your group of friends, um, wherever you are in whatever arena, in whatever setting, this thing could manifest and be um, a perversion. Perversion is really just a twisting of the truth, a twisting of the correct way. Perversion doesn't always have to be uh, something completely sexual. It can just be the twisting of someone's words. It can be the twisting of your understanding of a thing. And so when I say that there is a core belief that is not correctly lining up with Yahuwah's initial will for you, that means that that belief is perverted. It's been twisted. It's been twisted by Hasatan. And so when that belief, that core foundation is twisted, that means that your foundation is perverted or your foundation is twisted. And so, you know, when we talk about things like this, sometimes we shy away from it because we don't want to admit that. But admitting a thing is at least 50 to 60% of your deliverance of it. So if you can, if you can definitively admit that, then you are a huge step close to being delivered from that. So getting back to the manifestation, one of the manifestations of this is seeking the attention in the wrong way. Now, we know that is that the word says in the end time, the hearts of the father will be turned to the son and the heart of the son will be turned to the father. I believe we're in that time right now. I know we're in that time right now, but I also believe that the heart of the father will be turned to his daughters and the daughter's heart will be turned to her father. But coming out of this age, this way of thinking, this world, the way that it has been set up, if we don't correctly turn to our father, whomever the father is, in Hebrew, the word for father is Ab. Whoever that Ab is, it could be an uncle, could be um, an older cousin, it could be um, someone who is ministering to you as a mentor, or it could be somebody on a job that you look up to. Whomever he is, as long as his intentions and motivations are pure towards you, you have to make sure that your intentions are pure. Your motives are pure towards him. And of course, if his are not correct, then, you know, you should not even be aligned or aligning yourself up with him in that manner. So my point is this. We have to make sure that we turn to our father, our male figure, our father figure, our mentor, whomever it is, correctly, purely, with pure eyes, not eyes 
that are dimmed with with a sensual sense, with the perverted sense. We have to allow Yahuwah to heal that thing. The first step to healing is admitting it. Um, another way that we manifest that or that that could be manifested is dismissing his wife. Dismissing um, whomever Yahuwah has given him to walk within life. It could be it could be your um, newly given mom or Yahuwah may have blessed you with a, another mother or he may bless you with an auntie. He may bless you with a, a grandmother. Regardless of who that person is in your life, if he has a wife, you cannot dismiss her. You cannot push her to the side because they are one. And you have to honor her just as much as you desire to honor him because you are seeking, you're seeking the, the, the validation of that father. You have to seek it through a relationship with Yahusha first. And so that's that's basically what I wanted to say today. If that's you, I want to give you a bomb for that. And what do I mean by a bomb? So Jeremiah 8 and 22 talks about um, a bomb in Gilead. And I know a lot of us may have heard it because there's a famous Christian song that talks about a bomb in Gilead. And there's been many, many, many sermons preached about bomb in Gilead. Now I'm going to read it really quick. Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no healer there? Why has the healing of the daughter of my people not come? So I speak to you, daughter. There is a bomb in Gilead. Now, let me just break that word down a little bit. That word bomb is the word sorry in Hebrew. And it basically gives the connotation or the understanding of something that has been crushed under pressure. But it brings forth this solve for healing. And so when it brings this solve for healing, it basically can be applied topically. Now the word Gilead actually means a rocky region. It means a place that has been, that's very, very rocky. And I liken that to a difficult time in your life or a time of trauma, a time of hardship, a time that's very, very hard to deal with. So the question is, is there a healing salve in this hard time that you're going through or have gone through and you're seeking healing from a past trauma or maybe you're seeking healing from something that you're going through right now. Yes, there is. There is. So the balm of this week, I'm going to give you some steps that um, you can definitely apply to what I brought out today. But you can apply this balm to anything, any area that you need healing in. And I believe that it will definitely speak to many situations, but I want you to apply it to this. If you found yourself in any of these things that I spoke about today, I want you to think about this. Um, First of all, like I said, you have to recognize yourself. You have to be brutally honest with yourself. Do I operate in any of these ways? Do I seek out the attention of men? Do I give them um, open eyes? 
what do I mean by open eyes? Eyes that let him know that I'm open or I'm, I'm, I'm available. Eyes that let him know that, you know, you know, I'm open. We can talk. You can get my number. You can get these digits. However you want to say it. Also, you know, you may do various things to get a man's attention. You can fill in the blank. Women, you know what I'm talking about. Be honest with yourself. Are you still doing that? That's not the father's will for his daughters. That's not his perfect will for you. Go into prayer about it and talk to Yahushua about it. Ask him for forgiveness. Show him, show him that you are being truthful and allow him to give you wisdom. Allow him to speak to you about it. Honestly, just really talk to him for a few days. Just kind of go to him in prayer, talking to him about it. Express how you felt as a daughter not being able to receive that which you now know you were supposed to get. Worship, praise, meditate on his word. Do this over and over and over, over this situation. Worship him over it. How do you worship? Sing to him. Sing the scriptures. Find a psalm. Sing a psalm to him every day. Set aside a specific time to come to Yahushua and talk to him about this. This is your balm that will bring healing to you. So in order for you to receive that father that Yahuwah has given you, whether it's your biological father, um, a father in the hundredfold family, a father, uh, father figure, a uncle, a mentor, whomever it is, whoever Yahuwah is calling you to receive as your father, you want to be able to receive the benefits of a father. You want to be able to re be restored to the father that Yahuwah is giving you or the mentor that he's giving you, whomever it is, whomever it is. And if there's no one yet physical that he um, has given you in that place, then praise Yahuwah, it's him. Not that he's second place. What I'm telling you to do is going to bring you closer to him first and foremost. That's the first step in being able to receive a father and get that healing. Because without the healing of this ideology and this core belief, you will not be able to totally benefit from the relationship with the father that Yahuwah is giving you. And if that father is him, hallelujah, that is the most blessed relationship that you could ever have in this lifetime because that relationship sur far surpasses anything that we have on this earth far surpasses any time far surpasses anything that we've ever seen or known hallelujah i want you also to meditate on this scripture john 1 11 through 13 I want you to think about how you did not come into this earth because of the will of a man or a woman. It was Yahuwah's will to bring you here for a specific purpose, 
for a specific plan to answer a certain thing. So meditate on that. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Saba Yahuwah, we come before you in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, thanking you, praising you for this time, just to look into your scriptures and know that, Father, you are with us, that you sent your son to be with us, to give his sacrifice for us, that we may be connected back to you. We honor you, we praise you, we ask that you will forgive us. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of the things that we have done, not knowing that it was wrong, not knowing that it was not acceptable in your eyes. We pray for your forgiveness, and we ask that you will have mercy upon us, Abba. We ask that you will touch those hidden places in us, touch those hidden places that we didn't even know was traumatized. I pray for my sisters, Abba, asking that you will anoint their heads with oil that you allow their cups to run over, that, Father, that you will bring healing to them as they follow these steps. I pray for complete healing. I pray that they will even sense your presence wherever they are right now, that you will manifest yourself to them, that they, Abba, will be able to receive complete healing. I honor you, I praise you, and I give your name all kabod in the name of Yahusha, I pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yahusha. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining me for another episode. This one ran a little long. They all may not be 25 to 30 minutes, but I wanted to make sure I broke that down. Now, next time when we come back, I want to talk about the benefits of a father. So we'll talk about that and we will um, definitely kind of do a little review on what we spoke about on today. So I pray that you were blessed. Um, I will see you next Friday. Don't forget to go and subscribe to Yom Talk with Tefila Amunah on Monday and Akoti with Shemaya on Wednesday. Um, and also, please don't forget to go and grab that album, Yahusha Code. It's been trending as number five on iTunes, trending as number two, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, on Amazon. And it's also trending on Facebook. So be sure to go grab that album. Stream and buy. Like and share. And continue to put the word out because it's going to be a blessing to you and whomever else that listens. So, hallelujah. Until next Friday, I'm going to say shalom, shalom. Pray you have a great Shabbat. Hallelujah.